0: Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker
1: Team. Real estate's booming. Read all about it. Read all about it.
0: Real estate is going up. Read all about it. Hello, I'm Yetta Decker.
1: And I'm Ken Decker,
0: and we're excited to be with you on another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and even some truths that we all need, we all deserve. You, I, everyone, to turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. You had me totally thrown off because, <laughs> like, you sound like a newspaper seller, like in the old days that's, on the street corner.
1: That's what I was trying to do. Because in the, in the past, that's where people got their news, right? That's, you either got it that or word of mouth. That okay. was really the only two avenues
0: of getting news. Okay. So if I'm not thrown, no, I am thrown off. You might be thrown off too. So what we're going to learn in this episode is what source can you go to to get sound, solid real estate information in this market, and how do you go about it?
1: Well, you must go to the internet, right? Because everything on the internet is true. Ooh, everything
0: on the internet is true? It must
1: be, it's on there, it's got to be true.
0: (laughs) Okay, so maybe you, like I, have found that some of the stuff on the internet confirms what you already believe to be true, so you want it to be true, even if it's not true, or maybe you've discovered that it is in opposition to what you believe, so therefore it mustn't be true. And yet I'm not sure that either of those two things are the best criterion for determining the truth of the source. So one of the things that we would encourage you to look at, and we have often looked at, is what's the motive behind it? Like, can you figure out um, what they're up to?
1: That's deep. The motive behind the news or the commentary? Because we've been seeing that lately where the media, mainstream media like TV and radio might be projecting one image of a situation Mm -hmm. and social media is projecting a totally opposite Mm -hmm. side of the, of the, and the truth is it lies somewhere in between. It's like when you have a disagreement and you hear one person's story and then you hear the other person's story. That never happens to us. Absolutely. And they're both true in their minds, but the truth somewhere lies in between.
0: And, Well, that's an interesting thought because I sometimes find that one of the truths or one of the presentations of the truth, because I'm not going to call it a truth, one of the presentations of the truth sometimes is totally out to lunch. Like it isn't even in the right hemisphere. There's like such little truth in it because we're not saying it's 50% true and the other one's 50% true when you say the truth lies somewhere in the middle.
1: You mean Uh, like is the world round or flat?
0: Well, that, that. kind of truth. Well, Yes and no, because even if we're taking on a perspective, so the real estate market, let's be specific because we're talking about real estate today. I like that
1: perspective. I like that perspective word because let's say we're talking to two different people. Yep. And one says, the real estate market is horrible. It is right now. For who? The buyer. Maybe, it's a
0: maybe but depending maybe, on where you're buying.
1: <laughs> no, but not just that. But maybe you've got a buyer who got fortunate. And the first property they fell in love with, they bought at not too significant a price over the asking or at asking or something Or maybe even weird. below. Maybe. So their perspective is the market's great. Another buyer may have lost out on 20 different homes okay, they've so, put in offers. Right.
0: The highest number I heard from another realtor, it was not from me. Thank you, Lord. Was 55 nosed offers before, before they actually got one. Got one. So to, Can you imagine 55 no's? Like, like, stay here for a minute. I can't. Because if somebody's listening, if you're watching <laughs> or you're listening right now, whether you're I, on stage or I. I can't. CHRI, go there yet. I just can't. No, you can't go to that camera. I can go to that camera. So I'm looking no, no, at you I, right I, I, now. I can't
1: go to 55 offers for one client and yeah, like, get it on their 56th.
0: Like, if it's you. Like, that's painful. Your perspective of the market would be that it's horrific. And if you were the buyer that Ken just talked about that, that did really well on their first offer with not paying over asking, with still being able to put a condition in and do your due diligence, which we have seen even in our current market from time mm. to time, although that's the minority. Except if you were that person, you're going to be saying, this market is
1: Awesome. Yeah. And so, what does the media want to project? They pick out the person that's tried 30 times, 40 times to buy a house and hasn't been able to even buy one yet. Or they pick the person that paid 200, 300,000 over asking, maybe because the price was a little low to start with, but also maybe they're just tired of it. Maybe they came from a market where they got lots of money, and to them, that's still a bargain and they're willing to pay it to get the house. Mm-hmm. but they pull out this sensational news and none of the day-to-day stuff where we're buying homes for people, there's a lot of houses selling. Yes, there's virtually no inventory, but there's a lot of houses coming on the market and selling quickly. So people are getting properties.
0: Lots of people. The, the numbers that's are not, not down. That's not newsworthy. That's not sensational. No, that's boring, right? <laughs> because the the bottom line is we're still selling a just over the average number of homes in a given month that we've been doing for the last five years. So it hasn't really shifted record
1: record number of sales.
0: Yeah, but it's close to the five year average. So we're not like doing terrible, like as a market. So where do you get your information from? Where Mm -hmm. do you go to get your news? Well, the first thing I'm going to recommend, I'm going to invite you. I'm going to invite you if you're saying this is all really confusing because I've been this person. I've heard this <laughs> story. I've heard that story. I've read it on the internet. I've seen it on social media and even what's on social media isn't consistently true because it depends on the motive of the person and the perspective of the person so sharing it. And, and so, the
1: hearsay is like that. I remember okay. doing that oh. in, in mm-hmm. when was that elementary school? It was
0: elementary school
1: where you, one person gets told something by the teacher and they're told to whisper it into the ear of the next person. It goes down the line they keep whispering what the saying was. And then at the very end, that person says what they heard. And it's nothing like the sentence that was at the beginning.
0: Not even in the same, like, postal codes.
1: And that's probably. Zone.
0: It's that's, a mess.
1: That's the problem with hearsay. Right. So what's the best way?
0: Well, that's what I was starting to say. The best way is we, in extending an invitation for you to call us. Have a one-on-one consultation ask your specific questions. And one of the questions we'll ask you is what have you already discovered about the market? What do you already believe to be true? What is your current perspective about what the journey is going to be? Those are all the same question, just said a little differently, (laughs) believe it or not. You're
1: masterful at that.
0: (laughs) Because sometimes you need to hear it differently. And once we know that, then we can speak from, helping over 3,117 families navigate the real estate journey as to what you might expect based on what you already believe to be true.
1: Mm. That is wisdom.
0: It is, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and if maybe you're hearing projections, you know, sometimes we hear projections from different real estate companies, different Mm -hmm. agents, different organizations that Mm say, oh, real estate's going to go up this percentage this year. Well, they pulled that out of thin air. There is no way of projecting what the market will do because it's fueled by supply, demand, and emotions.
0: Oh, emotions. So bottom line (laughs) here is, remember that your emotions do drive this, and our part is to come alongside you to defuse some of the emotion.
1: And we're grateful to be partners on this journey of yours towards wealth, wisdom, and worth.
0: Yet I'm hearing too many voices in my head. Okay. Hello. <laughs> We're excited that we've created for you free access to over 503 episodes of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques on both buying and selling, as well as insider real estate state tips. Yeah, real <laughs> estate tips. <laughs> Not that I can say it, but that's what it is. Even renting, because it's kind of like renting lips. We're going to talk about renting, about tenancy, about making house home. And the great news is you can get access to them from your home, from the office, or on the go. Okay, if you're hearing voices, if he's hearing voices, do you not agree with me? That could be a really, really bad thing.
1: Well, one of those is your voice.
0: Oh, well, then that would be a really good
1: thing. Oh, okay. And what I'm talking about is maybe you, and when I say you, I'm not talking about you yet. I'm talking to our listener. Maybe you are noticing that there's a lot of opinions on real estate. Like, all you got to do is say, hey, I'm thinking of selling my house or I'm thinking about buying a house. house. How many experts come out of the woodworks at the party? Because now COVID's lightening up. You might even be at a party where there's other people Mm -hmm. with voices.
0: Right. And so what we're going to learn on this episode is what voices to tune into so you don't go crazy and what voices to shut down, shut out, close up, (laughs) get rid of, not listen to. Yeah, I'm a little passionate about this because... So many of our clients that have come to us, come to us in a state of having heard too many voices. And frankly, they're really, really confused about which ones to listen to.
1: See, I'm not alone in hearing voices.
0: Sure. Okay. So bottom line is, what do clients often say to us?
1: Well, it's like, yeah, but my neighbor said that's too low a price to put the house up on or you'll or sometimes they say you'll never get that much are you crazy and are then, you uh, nuts
0: ken and yet are you absolutely insane because my friend who is a realtor in another province like we're going to use vancouver right now because this is our most recent thing that actually happened to us our friend of vancouver said that's the wrong price that's the wrong strategy that's not how you do it which friend i'm not giving names on air
1: I'm trying to remember the story. Well, okay, that's keep okay. Going. You got to explain so, it anyways because they're in the dark just like I am.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they called to say that their friend, like they're here, they're buying a house here, oh, but their friend there, buy- oh, okay, okay, that makes in sense in Vancouver.
1: Yeah, so- that's a
0: realtor gave them all the counsel for this market. Ooh. Right? That's Think confusion. There's
1: about this market. Right.
0: So when I have, and I just introduced an amazing client to the Vancouver market, and of course I called, I interviewed the local realtors that I've worked with before to make sure they were still the right realtor. And interestingly enough, one of them wasn't. He wasn't keen enough. He wasn't, he
1: was tired of the market he was
0: tired of the market and he said oh it's hard to find somebody (laughs) oh it's
1: hard it's hard
0: (laughs) and so that made me really sad like i almost started crying i hung up and i said to ken i I told him i'd send him an introduction but i I can't can't do it
1: i can't send our client to him he's like debbie downer right now
0: right and so i (laughs) called a couple of other realtors i knew not quite in the right area who gave me some introductions interviewed those realtors and found one that is fantastic. And I promised her I would be there to support our client we're introducing her to, but only from a moral support and from a relationship perspective here in Ottawa, I wouldn't be interfering with the insights about that market. Like whether you put conditions in or not, whether you go above or below, how long should it take to find a home? How far, like how much should I pay for a house? I don't know in another market.
1: (laughs) No, all you know is people. And right. to introduce the right person to the right person.
0: Right. So getting one source is c- kind of part of this. Because if you listen to your tax bill, you're going to be confused. Ours is way too high. Well, it was for most years. It's way it's too low any- now. now. It's
1: way too low. But for <laughs> Don't the first- tell the taxman that, that the assessment's too low
0: now. But it was way too high for like eight years, so whatever. Um, you and- know the
1: favorite one not to listen to? Is your parents.
0: Oh my goodness. They're, they're they're beautiful. I, know, I love my but parents. But what did your
1: parents pay for their house? 275. 27,005. <laughs> so they think when you go to spend a million dollars or 700,000 or 400,000 that you're out of your mind exactly. spending that much money because right. we only paid 275 for our house.
0: And it's wonderful. It's worked with us for 40 years. Yes,
1: and they had to get hardwood because carpet was an upgrade and they couldn't afford it.
0: <laughs> right. So even <laughs> listening from the perspective of what to do, you want to think about the source that you're listening to, how old is the news they have or the Mm. experience that they have? Like what experience are they talking about? Even if you're talking to a realtor, if they don't have a lot of experience in the current market, I can promise you that the counsel I give today, the options that I present to a client today don't sound anything like the options I presented three Mm. years ago or 10 years ago.
1: You know, we are so on the minute so to speak, <laughs> so because minute. one of the things we do at our brokerage, we have over 100 agents in different markets around Ontario, and we go on twice a week and talk about the experiences that our agents are having in the market right now, because let's face it, some agents only sell a few houses a year, or maybe they sell 12 houses a year that's still decent, but it's only one a month it's very easy to slide away from knowing what the market's doing because there's micro shifts. The market changes in a week. And so Mm -hmm. we meet twice a week and we discuss uh, the clients and, and what happened and whether they got a house, they didn't get a house, how much over the price it was, was it priced properly to begin with, And we're talking about the market constantly. And
0: what strategies are being used. Because this is so strategic.
1: Yeah, we're on the bleeding edge of real estate. Oh,
0: always. (laughs) And so if you're not listening to a local expert, what I'm going to suggest, and when I say Mm. expert, I mean somebody that actually has firsthand knowledge, but also knowledge with clients. Or they have knowledge with clients, and they also have firsthand knowledge. Like they've actually bought a house recently. They've actually invested in something. They've actually been emotionally engaged. Engaged in the conversation themselves, like in the experience, because if they haven't, you can't, you can't relate. Like you just can't. Mm-hmm. So if it's anything but that, take it for a grain of salt. I would say
1: take a bag of salt.
0: I don't even understand that.
1: Ken. It means more than one grain, because <laughs> when you take something with a grain of salt, of salt you're kind of uh, like. You're contemplating it, but it's not go- the gospel. It's not hundred percent true. And if there's somebody like your neighbor or someone that's not in real estate, or the bank, the, or even banker, the appraisal. well, the appraisal. Hopefully, they're in. The appraisal. Hopefully, he's in real uh, estate. The
0: appraisal. Yeah, but the appraisal is really <laughs> attempting to justify what happened. The value of what happened most, most of, of the time. time.
1: <laughs> yeah, because sometimes they are going in front of what is about to happen, or in a refinance. So and they then have you to... can't
0: rely on that too much either, well, because they, have... they can only do it based on history. They can't do it based on projections, and no, so 100%. so often those are not bang on.
1: Well, maybe maybe not. Uh-huh.
0: I got stories.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> well we all got stories, and that's what we're saying. Yeah. Like the sensational story may take over the real truth or the conservative truth, right? So
0: mm.
1: So if you're thinking,
0: I just need to fight through this, give us a show because we'll set up a custom search. You can see the data for yourself and we'll make sure you're not being led astray by someone that has the best of intentions and yet really doesn't have the ability to give you the real Mm -hmm. goods. Mm -hmm.
1: And the beauty with calling the Decker team is we've made, A lot of money, not from helping you buy or sell, Mm -hmm. but from investing in real estate Mm -hmm. ourselves. We own it. We love it. And it's been very good to us.
0: So thanks for the privilege, because we are passionate about coming alongside you and helping you and us be positioned for generational legacy. Yadda, I'm a magician today. Hello, we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only helping you buy and sell real estate, helping you also make really good financial fun, faith, and even flourishing relationship choices. Really 30 years of helping you build your business, your life, and your home. <laughs> Ken, you are not a magician. You are a realtor.
1: I must be a magician. Because I was able to make a million dollars disappear.
0: Yeah, you were more than once. I guess that (laughs) makes you a magician. So what we're going to learn in this episode is that not only can you be a magician, but you don't have to be Ken's kind of magician. You can be the magician that makes it appear. Makes a million dollars appear. You did that too. Yeah, I had to make
1: it reappear.
0: Right. I mean, and it you had appear to in appear in, in the first place, first place and then I mean, you made it disappear, and then you made it reappear.
1: That's, okay. the, that's the art of a great musician.
0: I guess it is. <laughs> and we don't want you to be that kind of magician. We want you to be the magician that helps it to appear and stay there.
1: Ah, okay. So I guess you're probably wondering, how did I make it disappear? Because it's way more fun to learn by someone else's mistakes
0: oh, than by
1: your own mistakes, I find. I,
0: I, I wish. I so, often, like, I don't know. have a lot of regrets in life.
1: Well, I went to the school of hard knocks. That's where <laughs> I learned my stuff. And I, I find that what was the underlying root.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: that's the key. Because I would go, oh, I didn't do my due diligence on that investment. And there went, poof, <laughs> quarter million dollars. And then... Oh I didn't do my due diligence on that one and that was a hundred thousand gone what I thought were but fairly Taylor solid it was
0: like a solid million we like thought... just gone
1: no yeah not once oh, no it accumulated come on um,
0: take a deep breath honey. Me... <laughs> okay hard work yeah hard work All right, the, so... so the bottom line is the root was always
1: you are jumping to the root okay <laughs> I think oh. the root is so
0: important because oh, I want you to it get is important, the root. If I, because if you get but, the root, you well, won't get it wrong.
1: Yeah, but if I just tell them without experiencing it, they may not sink in.
0: It may not hurt them enough?
1: Well, it's just what, what I found out in the, in the end was I didn't do my due diligence enough. I didn't make enough phone calls. I trusted a person or an introduction or a theory, a thought of how I figured if, if I understand the mathematics behind it, then it must be okay, right?
0: Because you find the mathematics easy. And you may be listening and you're saying, I don't even understand the mathematics behind it. Okay, well, so then we got to really back up the track,
1: right? Yeah. But for instance, one of the investments we did was near Calgary, yeah. near a place called Airdrie. Uh, it was a commercial development And it sounded, it made sense, you know, you put your money in, they're going to pay you a little bit of interest while it's growing, and then you're going to share in the value when it gets sold. But what I didn't do was pick up the phone and call Airdrie, you know, the township or the city of Airdrie and say, this particular property, how long before it could actually be developed? This investment was like 10 years ago. And it's not even close to being developed yet because the services aren't there. So one phone call to the city would have prevented investing that 150000 in that particular investment. And then I had to go deeper and go, okay, what is causing this person who's a detailed person, who's great at protecting other people's money. Ken's
0: talking about himself right now. He's yeah. saying this person. This but person he's saying.: is me. This person, Ken Decker, <laughs> yeah. is very detail-oriented. He would not encourage you to be haphazard in your investigation or haphazard in your purchase, because how often do you not recommend? And likewise, I and the rest of the team call a city verify.
1: Like I wasn't telling anybody else to invest in it. No. And thankfully, thankfully. And so what was the root cause of me being reckless? Because how I make money on the other side is calculated risks that I know what the worst case scenario is. I know what's going to be the outcome pretty close. And everything in real estate that we've done as far as owning property, renting property, rentals and stuff, we've always come out on above the worst case scenario.
0: Always. Except for once. Once. Once we made a poor choice. And that was an interesting little side bit. Sometimes you put faith in someone or something that you really have no business putting faith into, hmm. right? Like we wanted to believe this particular person that was buying a rent to own from us was changing their stripes right now. Basically. We knew the history, we knew the trouble they'd been in. We knew how they hadn't managed their money, but we're we wanted them a
1: second chance.
0: We're giving And well, I think it was a lot more than second, but we really believe <laughs> that it was time for things to change for them and that they were because they said the right thing. So sometimes you hear what you want to hear and you put faith in the thing or in the person that you maybe shouldn't put faith into. And in fact, not only did they not close, they trashed the place. And so it cost us a lot of money to get it back to the condition that it was in when they moved in. And
1: some time in court to get the, the oh, money yeah. for the we damage. We didn't even
0: get money. We, we didn't, didn't get, get most it. of yes, we it. we did. not get all. Well, we, in the we market.
1: They their wages. Yeah, they
0: eventually, we got most of it.
1: So it yeah. took time.
0: It took time. After. But that was like
1: the worst case scenario, right? Right. Whereas, so you're probably listening and going, oh, tell us the root. Tell us the root.
0: <laughs> I wanted to a long time ago.
1: Yeah, the root is my financial blueprint or the frame in which... I look at finances and you might be saying you don't have one. Yes, you do. Everybody's got everybody's one. Everybody's got one. It's what your parents said. It's what the culture said. It's what the church said about money. It's what you, you know, read. It's what you read. It's, it's what
0: somebody told you. It's the sensational stories that are in the media. Sure.
1: It's the wrong interpretation of scripture. Like people say, Oh, the love of money is is evil, right? No, it says the love of money is a root of evil. Money's not evil.
0: Well, the love of money is bad.
1: Right. Right. So my root was what I had to overcome was who am I to be this wealthy? Who am I to earn more than anyone in my family has ever earned? Who am I to have more wealth than anyone in in my history in my family has ever had? So subconsciously, I got reckless and just let it disappear. And when I came in touch with that reality of it being my frame that was preventing me from keeping wealth, and if I wanted to give it away, that's another thing than losing it. We did it. lots that's, of that, That's too. a totally right. different that's situation. Great. As soon as that was discovered, now the riskiness disappeared, and the money started coming back.
0: And fascinating. It really is fascinating. And so you made me thinking, but I don't know what my frame is. It does take sometimes <laughs> an outsider to see it. Somebody mm. that isn't always in the conversation and in your head. And so one thing I'm going to recommend is if you're thinking, I want to kind of get a clarity about why I'm not making better choices with my finances and building wealth, because we all invest in something. It's just are we investing in the right stuff and are we investing in the right way? I would invite you to have a consultation with Ken. Not that he has all the answers. He is not a financial planner. I'm putting <laughs> disclaimers out there. He doesn't make these mistakes anymore, but certainly he knows what questions to ask you to help you identify what your one next step might be in moving forward the way that serves you and your family.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so key. Because when you have an outside person, like
0: recently we mm-hmm. just
1: had a financial planner come and yeah. sit with us for a couple hours. and. Mm-hmm. And discuss, you know, our our financial future of what steps would be next. So Mm -hmm. getting that consultation is very important. Because, you know why? Because if you read the fine print, you'll get knowledge. If you don't, you'll get experience.
0: Yep. So we're honored to be your advocates on the journey of real estate and life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker Team Moving forward together with the Decker Team